Welcome back, guys. Another episode of Big Talk with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And that was Queensryche from the mighty northwest of the United States of America. <laughs> Seattle. Queensryche. At least say what album it's from. Oh, yeah. Empire. That's Jet City Woman from the multi-platinum, three times platinum, selling Empire album. Which I, I think was a great album, dude. It was a great album. Is that what we're talking it about still today? Still is a great No, we're not. We're talking about Operation Minecraft, which yeah. is the album that was right before this. A, hey, a man. great, great, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. A great, 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 great album, concept album. Yeah. One of the greatest, in my opinion, people may say no because of the era it came out of, uh, but I think it's great. Oh, I and, do too, uh, man. And, I'm not going to lie. And I've one, listened to this album over and over again. I got the kids listening to it. They yeah. love it. Um, they they think it's great. I tell them what the story is about, and they're really intrigued and like, oh, this is awesome. And they, they, they love hearing it. But let me tell you about something else. Let me tell you about some business. Some business. Some business. <laughs> All right, guys. You know, um, let me slow it down for a second because here's the thing. Sometimes, you ever like remember old school radio? No. They'd be like, call us on the request line. 818. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I did not get that phone number. So I'm going to lay it all out for you guys real slow and smooth. Okay. Ooh, smooth. Instagram and TikTok. You can get a hold of us at bigtalkcg.podcast. If you want to get a hold of us on email, you can get a hold of us, bigtalkcg at gmail.com. If you want to go on the Twitter, at bigtalkcg on Twitter. That's all I got to say. All right. I just want dude. to slow it down a little bit, you know? Yeah. What did he just say? So I had to slow it down for everybody. Right. You know, if, any, if anybody listens as remedial as I am, you know, you need to slow it down. You got to rewind did, it. Play did it Rambo, the producer, tell you to slow it down or Rambo what? Rambo was, yeah, he was saying, slow it down and then rub my belly. <laughs> Feed me. Feed me. Which we did. Um, Operation Mind Crime. Killer. This is an album that uh, I have no idea why, but I do know why, but I don't know why it flies under the radar so much. No one, even with Queensryche, no one talks about it. They talk about Empire and some of their older stuff. But man, this album is killer. This album has so many great tracks on it. Um, I, I love this album. Can we? Can I rebuttal on that? Yeah. Uh, okay. You're right. But back in the day, this is 88, 89, right? When, there was, when they were uh, doing some songs on stage and they were, had their own production, uh, well, you know, uh, headlining their, you know, this whole thing from front to back. It was, it was rocking, Chris. It was one of those things that you had to see live from beginning to end. It wasn't mm-hmm. one of those things that they said that when they started out, when they did this, yes, they were on tour, but they couldn't... Um, they couldn't, uh, whatchamacallit, play all the whole thing live because mm-hmm. they, they were a supporting act, right? 
So they could they have their 45 minutes. So they played as many songs as they could. Then after all those supporting act ended, they said, hey, I think we could do this live in maybe a smaller theater, maybe not arenas, but maybe some theaters will get it going. And then they did. And they, they came out with yeah, I uh, think, Mindcrime. I think we've seen them at least once together. I'm thinking twice at least we've seen them play Operation well, Mindcrime. The time I think we saw them, we saw it when they did Mindcrime 1 and Mindcrime 2. And we all know Mindcrime 2 was not what this is and what we're talking about. And I think that's what overshadowed that concept album. One and two. Like, one was excellent. Well, no, because I remember, I remember we went to overshadowed a, it. I remember we went to a show where they played Mindcrime 1 and then they came back. They didn't have an opening band. They played Mindcrime and they came back and played all their hits. All their big songs that okay. came back on the second half. I don't know. Maybe you weren't there. Um, one of the cheat concert on you. Sorry. I'm seeing another concert <laughs> without <laughs> another, you. Another person. <laughs> <laughs> one with another. My other group of friends that I don't have that doesn't exist. It was just me by myself. Um, no, you had another group of friends, remember? Uh, you kicked no. me out for a while? Um, don't lie. But I think that, honestly, this album... I think a lot of people pay a lot of attention to Empire, so this one kind of gets forgotten. General public, okay, in the general public, okay. they don't know this album. A lot of people have never heard of it. Uh, but man, this is a killer album, killer concept album. Um, tells a story. We'll get into that in a minute. First, let's just kind of go through the album itself, like what's going on here. Okay. So this album was released. Let me go back here for one second. This album was released May third. Nineteen eighty eight on EMI. Got it. Uh US it hit number fifty on the Billboard charts. Canada seventy five. Germany seventeen. Japan sixty four. Wow, it's good to know someone's big in Japan. Um <laughs> Netherlands yeah, twenty nine. Sweden twenty five. Switzerland twenty one and fifty eight in the UK. Certified. One time platinum, which still surprises me, dude. I, I know, right? I thought it would have been at least two, at three, least two, but at least two. Uh, they did release some singles from this album. Um, oh, wait, no, no, they didn't. I'm sorry, I don't see, I don't have any singles information from this. Do you have any singles information? I don't, but I don't believe in love and eyes of a stranger. Yeah, well, I mean, they did they a were music on video, MTV. they did videos, but that was different. I mean, so, music video, but usually different. the videos consist of a single, yeah. They did you know? a lot of videos. Um, let's look at this as well. Let's look at some of the accolades that this album has, has gotten. Kerrang! Uh, in their album of the year voting, it got number two. Sounds, 1988 album of the year, 26. Kerrang! 100 greatest heavy metal albums of all time. It got number 34. Uh, Kerrang!'s, which is a, re they had the, they had a magazine. That's, yeah. They're, they're, this is a reputable website now, but it used to be a magazine. Kerrang's 100 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die, number 70. Um, Terrorizer. It's a, it's a publication. Uh, in 2000, they said it's, they didn't rank, they just had a list of the 100 most important albums of the 80s. It was in there. Classic Rock, 100 Greatest Rock Albums of All Time. Wow. Number 42. Uh, Rolling Stone, Ranked it at 398 of the 500 best albums of all time. And Decibel, Hall of Fame, got ranked number 80. I don't know what that means, but I do know that that means that this album is amazing. Yeah. Did it, you know, hey, sorry to interrupt you, in Belgium it recharted uh, in 2021, hit 111. Wow, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe the the new singer, you know, people got excited and wanted to hear Maybe. something. So if I would have said the singles from this album would probably be Spreading the Disease, Breaking the Silence, I Don't Believe in Love, and then Eyes of a Stranger. Those kind of were the big hits from yeah. this, this did album. Did Operation Mindcrime have a video? The, the title track? I, I don't I, know if it I did. I know they did on live crime when they kind of did it, you know, released it as a but, DVD. But, but probably Breaking the Silence and I Don't Believe in Love are probably the two biggest ones that yeah. people were into from this exactly. album. So th these guys are, if you guys don't know anything about Queensryche, they're kind of considered a progressive rock band from the 80s. They take a lot of elements of rock, metal, uh, that progressive sound. You can hear it, you'll hear it when they play. Um, a lot of people say that they not borrowed but they're in that vein of like a rush but dream theater stole a lot of stuff from queens right kind of a thing there's like that lineage there uh but man none of, none of these bands had vocals like jeff tate okay i was gonna say back in the day i remember these guys being compared to a young iron maiden a young uh um judas priest that type stuff, okay. how their element of the dual guitar, the dual guitars, they the, have going you know, on not really, uh, not really making music as a single, you know, or hits, just making music to make oh, yeah. music. Uh, here's the people in the band that played on this album: Jeff Tate, lead vocals, keyboard, whistles, and blurbs. <laughs> we have Michael Wilton on guitars. He played the six string electric, six and twelve string acoustic. Chris DeGarmo played guitars. He played the six-string electric, six- and 12-string acoustic, and the lap steel guitar, and the guitar synthesizer. Nice. Eddie Jackson played bass. <laughs> Not the Eddie Jackson that we all know and love, and if you don't know who that is, too bad for you. Because <laughs> Eddie Jackson's one ha He's one hell of a guy. <laughs> he says he's never worked out a day in his life, by the way. Uh, this is an inside thing. No one else would get this unless you know us. Uh, yeah, I, I, I call bullshit on it. Way hard to believe. Uh, and then Scott Rockenfeld played keyboard on track 10. He also plays the drums and all percussion. Oh, okay. Um, there's some, uh, so the main characters, so you guys kind of understand, there's really four main characters in the story. Um, uh, Sister Mary, Dr. X, um, Father William and Nikki. And Nikki. Uh, the Pamela Moore plays Sister Mary. Anthony Valentine plays Doctor X. Uh, Scott Matier plays Father William. It doesn't say who does Nikki. He only has like two lines. I think he only. I think it's probably Jeff Tate's voice. I think it is. Um, they also have the Moronic Monks of Morin Heights. Um, it's a Latin choir. I don't. I guess they're from Morin Heights. Uh, they're great. They're in some of these songs. Produced by Peter Collins. I'm not really sure what other things he's done. Um, he took a big role, man. Oh, here I mean, we go. He's produced records by Gary Moore, Bon Jovi, Billy Squire, Rush, Air Supply, Alice Cooper, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, Indigo Girls, so on and so on. And the list so he on. has a wide variety yeah. of artists that yeah. he's fooled around with. That's pretty good, yep, man. Yep. But I mean, he took on a big role, Chris. And this is, he's shown that he made a great. Excellent yes. rock roll album with a concept in it. Man. Do you want to kind of go over what the story of this album is before we get into it or kind of tell it as we go? Let's tell it as we go, man. Okay. Let's start off with that, man. Okay. Um, start off with the let's go. track one and two, man. Let's, we'll, let's get everything queued up here. The engineer is on vacation. Again. Oh, here we go. So Dr. Bon Jovi. Dr. Bon Jovi. 
So this song, track <laughs> one, is called I Remember Now. So at this point, the main character, Nikki, um, Dr. Dr. Bon Jovi, <laughs> um, he's in a hospital, psychiatric ward. Um, the, 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 the reporter in the background is saying, you know, somebody got, you know, arrested for killing political leaders and, and important people. And they, they have a custody, yeah. a person in custody. And it's you find out it's Nikki, who's the guy who's awake, but is getting a shot from the nurse to make him go to sleep. And Yeah, that's Jeff. Yeah, that's Jeff Tate. How it started. I can't remember yesterday. I just remember doing what they told me. Told me. Told me. I think that's killer, dude. It really sets it up well. This is track two, Anarchy X. Um, you can hear. So this is where we kind of introduce the next character, Doctor X. The chanting you hear is kind of representing yeah, right? what's going on at like these rallies. Uh, the rallies. Nikki's remembering that he wants to be a revolutionary. He wants to change the world, at least what's going on in the U.S. He wants to change corruption and, and, and all these things that are going on wrong. And so he's at these rallies where Dr. X is holding. We want freedom. We want equality. And that's kind of what's going on in this. Uh, it really sounds, I mean, it really sounds very night early 1930s germany to me oh the okay. Chan- it's, it's okay kinda, like the yeah you know what i mean like a like nazi like brainwashing all these people kind of thing which kind of is where the story goes but i recollecting back that's kind of what it, it sounds got like it me. man this is the guitar tone you're gonna hear all throughout the album dude it's it's just killer, yeah dude. oh yeah it's just great man these guys like i said the production they did excellent work on this on this album man yeah, this song, uh, no lyrics. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, what's the thing when you go to like a musical or a play and they play the overture. Overture. There That's what go. this always kind of reminded me of. It didn't take elements from each song, but it gave you the drums. It gave you the voices. It gives you the guitar solo sound. It gives you the organ piano kind of shit going on in the back it gives you a lot of sounds that kind of flow throughout i always that's kind it of, before i really like knew what was going on that's kind of the way i took it as yeah like, that's setting i like up everything there sounds. you go so what song is this now revolution calling all right this is um track three revolution calling um this is kind of where dr x who's one of our main characters, yeah. just kind of lays out his philosophy, lays out his indoctrination, his kind of what I want my disciples to do, what's wrong with this world, and starts the brainwashing of Nikki. Kind of a thing goes on. And man, this, uh, the, the, the chorus in the song is so sing-along. When you see these guys play live in concert, it's amazing, it's incredible. <laughs> So uh, all this during, like you were talking about Nikki, and he was trying to find his way and and be a revolution. You also didn't mention that he's also a drug addict, and that's oh, yeah. where and that's where I think Doctor X finds a weakness in him. Yeah. yeah, hooks him in and goes, okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have you do this, 
but I'm gonna give you this to make sure that you know you do this yeah. or that. So, listen Drug to drug vocals. Killer. Listen to Jeff Tate, dude. Go right. This is fist pumping in the theater, yeah. Huh, man. So. Yeah, we're talking about, you know, let's get a revolution going. Let's overthrow whatever we need to, the government, corruption, all these things that are wrong with everything that people think is right. Right. We are going to revolt against it. It's Dr. X brainwashing the people. The story's about Nikki, but there's probably more than just Nikki going on in this audience. It's just a story about one guy. Correct. This is one little piece of the puzzle or one page of the, the book. Yeah. I love it. Um, let's. You want to move on? Yeah, to the move next on. Song? Right. Hello. That's killer, dude. Yeah. This is the next track. It's the title track, Operation Mind Crime, and that right there. Why don't you explain what was going on there at the beginning of the song? So what, that was the key word that uh, Dr. X uh, was giving Nikki to start uh, whatever killing or to, to brainwash him. And that was like the key word that to use on that. So when he called and said mind crime, that means it's a, it's a go for him. So whatever, yep. whatever they told him to assassinate or kill or do something, yep. this is what you're doing now. Now you're activated. It was almost like a hypnotic yeah. kind of, we're going to call you and then... And it's kind of funny because, you know, when you, when you, we, we've, we've been reading a bunch of stuff, you know, some of the bandmates that are in there and they give a lot more depth to the songs than just what you hear lyrically. So you're learning about like, for me, when I listen to this album, having read and done as much research has given it so much more depth. You can see just more depth in the song and what's happening. It's just not the literal lyrics. It's also other stuff that's going on. Like he talks about this song about how, um, you know, uh, Doctor X's plan, you know, about assassination yeah. and replacing the people that are in power, and Nikki's his death angel, and we're gonna have him go do all these things. They don't talk about all the things he's gonna do. It's kind of an implied thing once you yes. listen to it enough and you kind of understand. But man, this is killer stuff, and it's made from the stage, dude. This is made. I'm surprised there's not a musical of this yet. <laughs> Maybe, uh, uh, big talk. Podcast of Chris and Greg production. Yeah, there we go. Maybe we can get the, uh, the, uh, the interns uh, to do a production of it. There we go. <laughs> Middle school production. Middle school of Operation Minecrime. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm hooked on red vines. <laughs> I can't get off the red vines. <laughs> You're going to have. I need my Mountain Dew. Give me You're going to have to put a whoopee cushion on the teacher's chair. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is killer. Listen to the guitars, dude. You know, when I was doing my uh, homework on this too, Chris, I didn't know that they talked about Nikki killing. I always thought it was like one or two people, but no, he really, they said it really went out there and he killed a lot more. They just don't really, they imply it, but they don't yeah. really say the number about how many people he's killed. But they refer to him as a killer. You, you know, know, it's kind of like, it's it's really like um, Empire Strikes Back or in a Star Wars thing where it's like Luke, 
like, I'm not your father. In this instance, it's not my father. It's like, come join me. You and I will rule the universe. Yes. That's kind of Dr. X is kind of reaching out to him saying, you and me together, we can fix all these things that are wrong. And that's, it's, a, you know, kind of so people can kind of relate to what's going on here. It's really one of those things. It's people on opposite ends of the spectrum that are brought closer in a, in a, in a moment and the evil guy trying to pull him into the evil side. That's, that's really it. what's going that's on. That's exactly what it's at, man. Operation Minecraft. Dude, this song, the bass line in the song is oh, killer, man, dude. Just... The bass line in the song is killer. Eddie Jackson, doing it. <laughs> yeah, he is. You ready to go to the next song? Do it, baby. Let's go. Speak. Oh. Yeah, this guitar riff here is really killer. Even the drummer, Mascot, man, he's yeah. ripping right here. Just snap, 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 snap. Very up-tempo. Yeah. Very aggressive. I wonder how long they, they took to do this, man, because this is just a killer concept album, you know, going from the songs and yep. stuff. This is, this, yeah. You know, what song do they start off first? And, and they kind of, I don't know. You know? Th this song's about like, um, you know, Dr. X speaking to Nikki and then uh, giving him that vision of the future. Yeah. Like, when, this is how good it's going to be. See, listen to that, dude. It's like an evil chant. Dude, it's great, dude. I love it. Very up tempo. It's different from any of the other songs. It's not the same song all the way through the album. It's really adding to the story, well, adding another do layer. Doesn't the album, through the whole concept, you know, when they say the word mind crime, it's also mind altering. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. When they go from the deep voice to robotic feel of the hidden messages, mm -hmm. you know, one word will mean something. Yeah. Yeah. Or if he's singing, he's singing a little deeper to make it sound a little demonic in a sense. You know, keep it going like that. Yeah. So yeah. What is the word? The word is revolution. I thought the word was Minecraft. Well, in this song, you were talking about revolution. Minecraft was the little one before. I'm going to call you and go, Minecraft. Yeah. I like this little breakdown. Dude, so good, man. You want to bring yeah. me to the next one? Go. Oh. Here we go. Spreading the disease. Yeah. I love the drums. This one. Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. That's what I'm saying. All, the, all these songs are so good and different. Like, I really, really enjoy what these guys did with, with the music on this, man. They... they so, this is the song that brings um, Sister Mary into the story. There you go. Um, so, they tell it pretty literally what's going on here in this song. She was a former prostitute um, working in New York, Times Square to be exact. Former prostitute. Um, she gets recruited by a preacher. Father William, we learned his name. Father William. Um, he recruits her, thinking that religion will cleanse her of her sins and make her a new person. 
obviously, sorry, not obviously, but obviously, yeah. no, not obviously, but yes, obviously, he takes advantage of her, obviously, uh, saying, you know, she's got to pay uh, his her debt to him on the altar, you know what I'm talking about, and they say in the song exactly what's going on. No, say it, Chris, I want to hear it. Sex. Sex, okay, good. Sex so he, acts on she the makes altar, him yeah. Um, sexual acts and, and, the, and, and, and in reading about the guys that are in the, the band priest. reading about the um, the guys in the band that wrote the song they're saying this is not a song to slam religion itself it's more of slamming uh, people that are in respectable leadership positions that can mislead and go wrong and manipulate it's not about religion itself it's, that's kind of like a yeah. In, in the position of the song, but it's not literally about. It's not about religion literally. It's about just people in power spreading the disease. And it's not about spreading a sexual disease either. Correct. So, get all those out of your head. Um, so she joins a the um, the Lady of Immaculate Pain, I guess is the name of this church or wherever she's joining. Um, and 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 she uh, works for uh, lives there, and uh, Father William introduces her to. Dr. X. So Father William, who's this priest, corrupt, taking advantage, working for Dr. X, yeah. recruits this ex-prostitute who is trying to be given, forgiven for her sins, is obviously going to follow him, whatever he wants her to do. That's kind of where we're at, this story. You know, He's spreading his disease. Dr. X is spreading his disease to Father William, is spreading his disease to her. It's kind of like this multi-layer thing going Correct. on. Wow, that was a good explanation of that, dude. Listen to Jeff Tate. This little, I know, dude. This little vocal thing he's doing. You guys are going to have to go back and listen to this. You guys are going to love it. There's no skips. There's no skips here. If you've listened to the album a lot, then I'll let you skip the little ones, the little <laughs> one-minute ones. But, dude, all no the song tracks are just legitimately killer, right? a rocket song yeah, dude. Dude. this is this is killer all this, right let's go to the next song you know chris i think this was definitely a band effort uh, album you know what i mean like all the guys had to be oh yeah in the in on and, on and you know man. they talk about you know how they were kind of came up with this album is you know jeff tate the the, the lead singer he kind of had this idea, but he didn't know whether or not the band was going to kind of really accept what he was talking. Mm -hmm. So he got together with like Chris DeGarmo and they kind of did some stuff together and wrote it. They went and introduced it to the band and the band got on board with it. And without the whole band getting on board, you're not going to be able to do something like this. This is just, this is not just writing songs. This is writing songs with an interlaying line, a concept through everything with a beginning, a middle and an end, right? Yeah. You have a beginning, you have a, uh, an apex you have a conclusion these are all the things that happen throughout this thing and without the band being totally involved and invested it's not gonna you can do a concept album it's gonna be shit but if you have all five members in it and invested this is what you get and this is killer and this is what they got dude they really got something good off this man this song is called the mission 
Yeah, yeah. the song starts out a little acoustic soda, but yeah. then it gets going, it gets dude. Going. It gets rocking, baby. So th- this song is, you know, um, it's about Nikki just kind of uh, spending a lot of time by himself in his room, thinking about, you know, what he's done, you know, these drawing detailing the descriptions of his victim's death and you know starting to fail feel very guilty about right. what's going on and and um he he kind of turns who he's met at this point sister mary the ex-prostitute it's now sister mary um as his only means of salvation he she is the one that is going to help him he doesn't know that anything about Father William. Doesn't know anything about Sister Mary. Right. Doesn't know their relationship with with Doctor X. None of that stuff. He just sees Sister Mary. He likes her. This is someone that can help me get out of where I'm at. This is someone that can help me and save me and get me out of this dark side, this dark path that I'm headed down. That's what this song is about. You know. And it's kind of funny when you read about. So I have this interview of one of the members of the band who's in there, and they go into so much more depth than what you would think about the song. Like, let me read you exactly what he says about this song to kind of, so you guys understand the depth, the thought process, and what they were thinking about just in particular, the yeah. song. So you can kind of think about, wow, each song actually is deeper than what it is on the surface. Right. This one is called The Mission. Here's what he says. It's about Chris DeGarmo. It's about Nikki spending quite a lot of time in his room, drawing gruesome detailed depictions of his victims, uh, about his victim's death on the dingy white walls. Drowning in guilt, he sees Sister Mary as his only means to salvation. He lights another candle and flips through the TV channels one by one. The familiar face of Father William appears. Is it wrong? Is it right? Ring, ring. Mind crime. Decision made. Dude, yeah. this shit is just deep, complex. It is just, I mean, he even talks about it here, you know, he's lighting candles for each of his victims. And the vision when they wrote the song is he ends up in a room, his room, full of lit candles from candles. all the people that he has killed and wronged. Yeah. Dude, when you start, dude, that's like what I'm digging a little bit into this that's stuff, what I'm saying. It, it they makes applied it so it. much so better. The, the previous song was like, okay, you're going to start killing people in speak and blah, blah, blah. But then also... When, when they talk about, okay, now I'm lighting candles to see, you know, who, uh, how many actually people I actually killed, you know? That's what I said. It's implied of that kind of stuff. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, it's killer. Kill them all. This stuff is so killer. Um, yeah, dude. I really want to listen to the entirety of the song, so we're going to kind of, we'll just stretch it out here, stretch listen it out. to it a little bit. Um because I know we're not going to be the next song we're going to listen to. Um, we're not going to be able to probably hit the whole song. It's like a ten and a half minute song. We'll get into that a little bit more. We got you know another minute here in this song. Um, the next song has a lot to do with Sister Mary and, and, and that relationship. So we'll get into that. Let's enjoy this right now.
That's killer, dude. This dude, is so good, man. You know, and I really invite you guys to go back, you know, get on your Spotify, get on your Apple Music, go back and listen to some of these guys, some of these guys, this band, Queensryche, some of their older stuff. Um, they have some really killer stuff. They are, as a band, they're really tight. This, I would say this album and then Empire, they were really hitting as the band, the original band. They were really hitting their their, their stride. Their I apex. enjoyed Rage for Order, the album before this. Well, yeah, I'm saying which I thought was really yeah, killer it's, too. It's good, but I think that they really. Plus, you also maybe musically yes, but you get that production value. You get everything that kind of just is hitting like the perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Kill her. That's all you have to do. He's a risk. And get the priest as well. Yeah. That sets a scene, right? That's the only drawback from this album. I wish they would have had a little bit more of that. That's the only thing I a little wish bit they would have had a little bit more. Theatrics in, yes. in what just happened like storytelling type setup, stuff? storytelling. Give me a little more. Um I just uh, just a, in some of these songs, just a teeny bit more. Okay. Like just to kind of set the scene. Um, it's kind of a double-edged sword because I hate it when I'm watching a movie and everything's just handed to you, but I hate it when I got to try to figure out too much shit on my own. And Operation Mindcrime, you get some really kind of fed to you, but you get a lot where you don't get, you don't know right? anything. That's, and a, I, that's I, another way to describe There's some situations that. where I want a little more because I'm trying to figure out what's going on. That's but, a great way to talk about yeah. that, man, is like you want it... Here's that be. choir. Here's that Latin choir. But listen to them, yeah. dude. Killer. Now I remember watching this um, live on stage and them performing the song, man. And, and it's it's a lot of projection imagery. Yeah. And, and, and it, this is a very you know it's called Sweet Sister Mary S U I T E. So I always equate it to like a like a an opera or a musical like sweet as in music like the musical term sweet oh okay. so it's epic it's ten and a half minutes it does different different tempos different things it just it really, I don't know it's a long song it's one of my favorites yeah it's one of my favorites um, it's about you know Obviously, uh, Doctor X just said to kill her and like, and the priest. But he's really concerned. Like, wait, kill her? Yeah. Like he loves her. No, I don't want to kill her and kill the priest. All right, we'll kill the priest. Okay. But he does not want to kill Sister Mary. Sister Mary is his direction to salvation. She's the one that's gonna break him out of this. I know, but think of it. Why he's doing it, Chris? He's doing it now because he needs that other love of his life. Chasing the red dragon, he needs that fix. Yeah. If he doesn't have this, he doesn't have that. Yeah. So when you're, you know, chasing the dragon, you're not thinking about how nice Sister Mary is. You know what I mean? You kind of, all right, I'm gonna do it this way. Yeah. I'm gonna do this because I want to feel this incredible feeling again. Yeah. From the dragon. So I don't do drugs, so I wouldn't know that. But I am awesome. Okay. I don't we're, know not, what that is. we're not talking about you and doing drugs. We're talking about a story from a band. That you know they know what I doing. will do? 
Yeah, have another beer. What's this? this what are you not, drinking? This is this is Country Time Lemonade. What are you <laughs> talking about? Pink. <laughs> country Time Pink. <laughs> See, here we go. A little a different tempo. Uh, but basically the gist. The gist of this song is the battle between these two That's characters, it. but especially Nikki. God, I want the fix. I don't I don't want to kill you, Nate. Uh, yeah. Sister Mary's Sister like, Mary. I don't want you to kill me either. Obviously, I want to help you. See, it's Mary comes in singing too, but now we're getting a little duet action, dude. I can't say enough about this song, dude. Yeah. It's great. It has a good fun situation on that, man. I like that they brought the girl in, man. Even though she's not, this is like the only song she's in. Yeah. But still, it it has a meaningful uh, representation in this song. Listen to Jeff Tate ripping, dude, on vocals. If you really want to hear Jeff Tate rip on vocals, take hold of the flame is a song you need to listen to. <laughs> Preferably the live version. <laughs> what about Queen's Reich? Queen of the Reich? Oh, yeah, dude. That one's got all through it, dude. He was a young stud. He had yeah, a dude. So, range. this is really just going back and forth, you know, her feeling sympathetic towards her, uh, towards Nikki. Him really battling his demons, his newly found demons, and his demons of old. Yeah. And. Him really putting his trust in her and her really trying to help him. There you go. My Lady of Pain. Killer, dude. Um, right? Do you ready to go to the next one or you want to keep on? No, let's go to the next one, man. All right, let's go. Tell you, yeah. he 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 wants he wants to get out, dude. He wants to get out of this whole revolution, right? He wants to get out of this whole thing. It's it's uh it's not worth it. Um, now I'm getting sick of the drugs. Yeah, yeah. The song is called "The Needle Lies." Yeah. Definitely an anti-drug song, whichever way you look at it, doesn't really matter. Um, no, he says he wants out. Dr. X just yet laughs at him. Yeah, whatever, dude. And, uh, yeah, I let you out for probably a week gives him another, Probably gives him another shot of heroin right there on the street. And, 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 and uh, you know, here's, do here's, some more shit for me. Do here's some your crime. Shut up, yeah. Trust the needle. And that's really what this song is about. It's about drugs making you think, see, believe, and do things that aren't you, aren't right, and doing anything you can to get more drugs at the sake of everyone around you, including your loved ones. And that's exactly what happens in this track. He's doing whatever he needs to do to get his fix at the sake of everyone else. And... That's not going to get you anywhere, kids. Say no to drugs. PSA. The more you know, star across the screen. <laughs> Unless this is Tasty Beer, which I brought yeah. Chris from Black Plague Brewing. Yeesh. Gothic. A Mexican lager. All right, let's go to the next song. All right, man, bring it to me. 
song is called Electric Requiem. And if you didn't know, Requiem is a mass for the dead. Because he comes back after leaving and meeting with Dr. X and finds Sister Mary dead. And he's unaware. Did he do it? Did Dr. X do it? Who killed Sister Mary. Ooh. That's what this whole song is him battling. Like, what happened? He doesn't know what happened. Because he goes in. Is anybody here? And Sister Mary's dead. Who is it? We don't know. We don't know. Will it read in between the lines, man. What does it say? Um, I don't know. I think she killed herself. Ooh. Um, I think on she the can- altar like a sacrifice. No, in her room. Oh, okay, in her room. Because I remember they say somewhere in one of these lyrics that she's hanging by her rosary. So that's oh. kind of a symbolic thing. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Breaking the silence. This song is killer. This is all about Nikki. Uh, you know, not willing to accept her death. He's very upset. Very distraughtful. Very remorseful. He wishes he could have done more for her. Um, and she, it's really just him running away, trying to leave her in the behind, and hopefully that will help him forget and leave everything behind, but it definitely does not. Wow, that was good, Chris. I am good. <laughs> You know, this, this right here, this song really sounds a lot like stuff that was on Empire. Like like that that bass, him singing, little bit of guitar in the background. You know what I mean? Empire has a lot of songs that kind of sound like this. This is Empire-ish. So this is Empire-ish? Damn. This chorus is killer. Yeah. This song is, this is definitely one of those videos they had on MTV with Jeff Tate and his little ponytail. Yeah. Little ponytail. Yeah, go on, little pony boy. And his little pompadour. There we go. Let's go to the next track. Sounds good, bro. That was still killer, though. That was a great song, man. Uh, that's a great song. I don't believe in love. Woo! Track number 12. Total of 15 tracks on here. This is track 12. Um, this is a baseline on this. This is, you know, the last song. Nikki's running away. He's trying to get away from all the bad things he's done. And not even done, but the consequences of his actions indirectly or unindirectly. Wait, directly or indirectly. Um, 
So it's him kind of trying to run away from everything that's happened and, you know, being out in the rainy streets and running around. I always envision, like, Seattle. You know, <laughs> these guys are from yeah, Seattle, yeah. so I always envision him running around dark streets of Seattle, trying to get away from what he's done and what's happened around him. And, well, you know, obviously everything catches up with him. And, and in this case, the police catch up with him and end up arresting him. Listen to this course first. So he really, this is kind of also his reaction to love and being in love and loving Sister Mary and feeling deceived by it. Like, I gave everything to this woman and I got nothing back. I'm still in the same place. She's dead. I'm still here. I have nothing. Anyways, he runs away from his problems. He gets arrested. He's obviously got a gun on him, you know, so they arrest him on all these charges. And this is... It's kind of cool. I'm telling you guys, I read this interview. It's kind of great to really get in-depth to what they were thinking about when they were writing these songs. I love it. It's great. He's a junkie. He's got a gun. He's got track marks on his arm. The weapon matches, you know, all these people that have been killed. Uh, And he just, let's listen to more. Great chorus. You're really making Great me feel like I'm in the, um, in that um, in that in the storyline, bro. Yeah, dude. He he's a junkie. They arrest him for all these charges, and now he just keeps babbling on about like perverted priests and covert operations and revolutions and believing in love and how it's deceived him and what am I gonna do with my life now and just a junkie of the thing. He's just this crazy guy. And, He's just a guy that's been manipulated by the powers that be and kind of set off in a direction to uh, of no consequence to the powers, but all the consequences what, lie on what him. What if you go back? He's been manipulated by drugs. Oh, yeah, drugs. Like, and people, drugs is what everything. Fueled his, fueled his fire on this. Oh, man. yeah, dude. If it wasn't for the drugs, he probably wouldn't have done. Probably. You're probably right. You know, probably not. He'd probably be down the street working at a right pizza here. place, man. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next song. All right. This is a little little ditty. This is the next two, there's only one real track left. Okay. Um this one's called Waiting for 22. It's just, you know, a, a nice little piece, little guitar piece. You know, Nikki's thinking about Mary, thinking about you know, once you kind of know what the thoughts are about the songs and why they wrote and what they mean. This is about Nikki just kind of thinking about Sister Mary and the night she died and how he's without her now and alone. And when you relate it to what they meant the song to be about, it really fits because this guitar is very, it sounds very emotional. Exactly. There you go. That's a good word to say. Like, this sounds like the way I would think. Or it's just this like, (sighs) depressing, remorseful and regretful and wishing I could have done more kind of a feel that's what this guitar feels like to me it really does here comes another one now we got dual guitars that's what uh, Queensryche is man dual oh, yeah, guitar dude. they're known for their dual guitar solos my empty room um so this is basically just what it is it's Nikki in an empty room thinking about you know where he's gonna go from now what am I gonna do 
Where's my future? Obviously, so when, when it's you, not an empty room like he's by himself. He's been arrested. He's in jail. He's in a room by okay. himself at a mental hospital. But now he's had enough time to sober up and become clean. Then now he's thinking about, what the fuck am I going to do now? I have nobody. I'm a junkie from the streets. I killed all these people. The woman I loved is dead. The priest is dead. Who in the fuck is Dr. X? I can't remember because I'm so fucked up on drugs. No one knows who Dr. X is. What in the fuck am I going to do? Dr. X got away, man. Multiverse. Man. Just what is he going to do? What is he going to do? Jeff Tate giving a little... And the, the clock ticking is also really good on that, right? Because it's click, really click, click, click. like him sitting there thinking yeah. all these things. It's, it, that's what it, it's to me. It's him thinking. He's not saying these out loud. He's thinking all these. And that clock is just the time of his life. So the rest of his life is just ticking away. Click, click, with click. no meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna be my friend? Nobody. And then we're going to go right into the final track yeah. of Operation Mindcrime. This song is called Eyes of a Stranger. This song is super killer. Man, what a way to close out this album. I know, right? Um, good single, good song, good track. He's been, he's been charged, obviously. Let's, let's state the obvious. He's been charged with murders. Yes. They got the gun. They matched it up. He's in the state hospital, which we know because of his addiction. They're trying to clean him up. He's awaiting trial. He's got all these things going on in his mind. He's got insomnia, delirium, insanity. He doesn't know what to do. He's trying to dig deep into his past. He doesn't know what he is. And really, the meaning of the song is he gets up and he looks in the, the mirror. That's it, man. And all he sees are the eyes of a stranger. That's he it, doesn't baby. know who he is or what he sees or what's going on or where he's been or where he's going or what he did. Yeah, dude. But you know what, Chris? That's that's a lot of things in life where people do that. I mean, people look at in the mirror after something tragic has happened. You look at who am I now? Yeah. That's this is what people got to face, whether it's sports like, oh, I should have I should have kicked the the winning field goal. Oh, I should have catched the the ball. I should have hit a home run, you know. Or I, I shouldn't have done. Or I shouldn't. I. You're correct. But I mean, I'm I'm trying to relate it to anything, yeah. any being in life, where people now look in the mirror and look at yourself and go, oh shit. Yeah. You know, one, I'm getting old. Oh, I'm getting young. Oh, I look good. Oh, how how many times have you seen it in the movies where girls look themselves in the mirror, then all of a sudden they bring out the scissors, you know, they give themselves a funky haircut. And now I'm a different person. This is what all this comes out yeah. to. Man. This is definitely mind crime. Definitely one of those things that people just, you know, who am I and what did I do? Duh. How do I get out of this funk? But this is just a killer song, man. I'm not wanting hey, to go on that. The man. mirror never lies. Yeah, the mirror never lies, baby. So, you know, if you're like Chris and have bags under his eyes, the mirror doesn't lie, baby. That's why I got these glasses on to cover <laughs> them up. As <laughs> a stranger. I don't feel like hitting that the high pitch today. That is. So, anything else you want to talk about this album? This album is great, guys. And I, we no, really, this album I, is great. I know we had to skip over. We, we, we gave you guys uh, a good enough of every song, but there's some songs on here you guys got to listen to the whole thing. Um, 
man, this, the concept of this album is killer. The musicianship is killer. The writing is killer. The vocals are killer. Everything about this is great. No mistakes, no skips, nothing bad about it. Uh, so five out of five stars for me. Yeah. So did you say this album went gold but not platinum? Or, or platinum, platinum? Platinum. One time platinum. One time platinum. Oh, okay. It, 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 I believe when I read it went gold six months after it was released, it went platinum in 91. It was released in 98, or excuse okay. me, it was released in 88, it went platinum in 91. And I find it hard to believe that from 91 to 2023, it hasn't sold a million copies. Yeah, things happen, babe, though. I don't know, dude. Right. Yeah, dude he, he, you know, he's staring at himself in the mirror. And, where are we going to go from now? And here's the thing about this story. I don't know if they meant it at the beginning. Who is Dr. X? Where right? is he? Did he get away? He did because they make, we find out later what, what was that? 2000, I can't even remember the year they made, uh, when did they make Operation Minecraft 2? Uh, Minecraft 2, I can look for it right now. Brrr. 2006. So 18 years later, yeah. yeah, 18 years later, they made Operation Minecraft 2. Uh, like okay. most sequels, it pales in comparison. Maybe they had something to say. You know what I mean? Like after this, uh, we got nothing else to say. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, hey, uh, you want to say something? Let's hear this part right here. Okay. Great killer. <laughs> hey guys, you know what? Thanks for spending your morning, day, afternoon drive with us, man. Hell we're, glad, yeah. we're glad to be back. The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg here with Queensryche, Operation Mind Crime. You guys got to listen to this album. It's super, super, super killer. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to give you one more bonus track. And this is, I told Chris if he could play this for me. This is actually my favorite song from Queensryche. It's from a movie soundtrack, Ford Fairlane, which was Andrew Dice Clay's movie that he came out. It was a good soundtrack. I think Vince Neil was on the soundtrack and some other artists were on there. Uh, this song is called Last Time in Paris. Give it to me, Chris. Rocket. This is also on the greatest hits and also on the extended version of um, deluxe version of the Mind Crime Empire. Oh, sorry. Deluxe version of Empire. Sorry about that. All right, guys. Thank you guys for, for tuning in, listening to us. We appreciate every single one of you all around the world, all around the United States. Intergalactic. There you go. We love you guys. Remember, big talk. CG.podcast on Instagram, Big Talk CG.podcast on TikTok, Big Talk CG at gmail.com and at Big Talk CG on Twitter. Tell them, Greg. All right. This is Greg from Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. See ya.